to you a lot earlier all things considered mm-hmm. but uh here we are we're doing it today mm-hmm. sorry about um <laughs> sorry about a previous podcast the best way to describe it is it went on a lot longer than we wanted it to um right now it's just me and leon we're going over the stuff that was the news as you this can hear some really good mariachi music god he's talented in the background we captured him one more time <laughs> <laughs> He's just vibing. Uh, we I, gave I, him, I, I'm willing to be here. I'm yeah, out the cage. Give him some entertainment to listen to in the background. <laughs> some nice mariachi music while we uh, talk about Aaron, these things. Aaron's really talented. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as everything goes... And there's some watermelon too. My God. Exactly. As far as everything goes for the last episode, um, like we said, we're not uh, authorities on any of this, but by all means, it's just our opinions. Everyone's allowed to have their own. Um... They can obviously change, and we're a very diverse group to start with. There's just some stuff we will never know, but at the same time, we're trying to just look at it as objectively and from as many points of view as possible. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, no one got any like feelings or offense or thought we were coming for anybody or trying to attack anyone in any way when we said whatever we said. Just wanted to make sure that everything's all good with the people in general. So, but mm-hmm. there are yeah. opinions, it's what we thought. And by all means, they can change. The more information we get, the more things will fluctuate and things of that nature. So, no one's perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we are all, we are all inferior creatures. Exactly. Sadly enough, we're not we're not the end all be all perfect beings. We we are flawed for a reason to learn. We're not even our final forms in general. <laughs> no, we're not. As far as we like, still gotta absorb someone else. Us, us considered. <laughs> So, like we said, Paperboy Action, we're here for you. And we're here to talk about some stuff. The news, mainly, that we didn't get to talk about last time. So let's just go down oh, that Oh, yeah, list. that was a thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, first up on that list, if I can scroll up here to last week, for all of uh-huh. our stuff, because apparently it scrolled down. Big sad. Uh, we got some weekly stuff that weird face from mm-hmm. that one thing there we go we got some uh rated r tales stuff uh <laughs> we made there it. we go okay yeah, there we go it. made it back <laughs> first up <laughs> our shiva trailer for streets of raid 4 i think everybody knew mm-hmm. he was coming this is the number one character that when you got to this boss fight in particular in this game every single person was like yo can we play as him can we just can we just do that <laughs> Immediately, once I saw him, I was like, yeah, I like him. I, I like want him. <laughs> Please. He punches. He doesn't need anything. He even says it. I don't need a weapon. My fist is all I need. From the looks of things, he might have his own campaign. There might be a, another campaign, because I know the DLC itself is coming out, and it has mm-hmm. extended stuff. So it added three new characters, which are all characters we all saw coming. <laughs> but... I guess we're happy that they're there, because at the very least, they're all characters that are like, yeah! So we have Estelle, we have Max, and then we have Shiva. Mm-hmm. So we get to play as them. That game is super good. Can't wait. Not gonna lie. I get a feeling you'll be playing is it a lot on of PS4? Shiva. I forget. Say it again? Is it on PS4? Oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah, it totally is. Okay. Cop that now. <laughs> it's a definite cop. <laughs> um, but next up on this list of ours is things that we're got to talk about for sure we got the right two people to do it this Genshin Impact <laughs> update 1.6 yes it is out now it, but at the time it, it wasn't <laughs> it was not uh, I still haven't touched it so I, I can still speak about it like it's fresh so um, that is true so what is your experience with it how do you think about it what do you think about it uh well the first part okay I never really needed the whole costumes for Jean, Barbara, and I think Khalid possibly has one too, but hey, it's there, you know, 
people who had simp over them can possibly have it now. Yeah, a lot of people did want costumes to be a thing, and I too wanted costumes to be a thing. I just didn't think the first people we'd get it for is Jean and Barbara. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, that, that I figured too. it would like, be for like the Traveler first, if anything. It, it I was thinking sense. it would be for the Archons, like, uh, you know, Barbaros and Ajong Lee, or Morax. Yeah, I get that. Like those, those that'll be that'll be neat. I'd love to see that, especially his Ajong uh, Lee and his thing. Like, goddamn. <laughs> That's true, because uh, he has, he specifically, the game shows him in a completely different costume at the time, and then you see the modern thing, so I actually thought, you're not wrong, that's one of the people I would have thought, him and Venti are the two I definitely would have thought, would have had a costume right at the gate, because lore-wise, they have costumes. They did, yeah. They have different costumes. But, um, yeah, sure, why not? I guess we'll, we'll have some for Barbara, we'll have some for Jean, you gotta get the, the waifus mm-hmm. to have it. I don't have Jean, yep, and yep. I do have Barbara. I don't really like I do have much, uh, Jean. She just needs to be leveled up. That I've just been focusing on other things. Gene is the only one in the entire game that eludes me. I have everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to pull her, but I got her. She just hasn't showed up. <laughs> That's yet. how it always is. She just shows up. But this update does have a little cool thing. Um, we have a boat adventure now, where you're yes, just chilling on a boat, heard, blasting stuff. That. We got basically we got a little bit of the Assassin's Creed Black Flag brung into. Uh, Genshin, which for, as an event, so I'm kind of like, I'm down. I got to play a little bit, but I actually haven't gotten to play the boat part. I got all the setup for the boat part. I haven't actually gone on the boat uh, yet. So far, it's not bad. There's also like a ping, ping pong uh, <laughs> thing you can do too now on the new aisles. Oh yeah, I did see about that. That does look fun. Um, and then just new characters. New characters being shown. Someone you're definitely summoning for. War of Axe. Oh, yes. Weeb. <laughs> yes. If, you, if any of you, pretty sure by now, from the amount of times I've been on here, I am the weeb here. I am the one who very much likes anime and such. And if you notice the one guy with the katana and his <laughs> movements and what he did, that is my guy. You remember what his he name was? coming to my, my account. <laughs> I do not remember his name. It's like Iz, Izumi. He's something with an I, I think. I'll, I'll check. I'll do our proper check real quick. Because they show it in the trailer. I just, I don't want to mispronounce it more than anything else. I understand that. I'm very terrible with names, so. Uh. Let me see, new character. Oh yeah, they showed off a lot of people. This is the best part they too. Did. They showed off a lot of people getting ready for Inazuma. So most likely, Inazuma. we'll be getting Inazuma either in the next, um, the next patch, or the patch right after. So it's either going to be 1.7 or 1.8. We'll be getting Inazuma. Inazuma's the character, right? Oh no, Inazuma is oh, the. Uh, oh no, it's FD, FD, the island. island. Continent. All but right. the character, because his his entire backstory is basically trying to get us to go there anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh the character we're getting is because after i looked it up it showed off all four characters that are coming but um mm-hmm. only one of them we're getting in this update kazuya which one kazuya mm-hmm. oh oh way off damn <laughs> we'll um. be getting him in 1.6 for sure he is a amino uh, samurai. He can be a DPS or support. Yeah, he's a... Uh... Looks big fun. He, he does, he does. Can't wait. My whole, those, I think his charge attack is, is very much uh, my style of liking. Um, including his elemental burst. Elemental burst is very... It's actually very visually pleasing, too. Yeah, I saw that it changes with um, whatever element it touches. So like it he does. has like the falling leaves and everything, but like if you do fire, it's more autumn. If it's like water, it's uh, I can't remember what water is. I think it's more tropical. It's water. Mm-hmm. If it's um, if it's done with uh, frost, it's very wintry instead. Like mm-hmm. the the visual element just changes depending on the element. And I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. You didn't have to do that. Okay, Genshin. Some that extra flavor on there for him. Yeah, more reason. A little flavor. Top of that, we're also getting uh, another boss fight. Can't wait to fight. I 
barely yes. fought the last right. one. I really want to fight. Like I fought the Abyss Herald, and I haven't fought the one for um, Zhongli yet, the new dragon. But this. No, uh, I haven't touched that. Either. Yeah, but I uh, want to fight this guy. This guy looks cool. I think he's Frost, right? It's like a I, Frost Samurai. I, I think so. I'm. As as anybody can tell, um, as we're getting closer to Azuma, they're really starting to ramp up. Japan, <laughs> like, yeah. so everybody's looking forward. That's what Azuma's gonna in Azuma's gonna be is the island that is based off Japan in this world. So we're getting our samurais, we're getting our um, our ninjas, our shogun, our ninjas, all that fun stuff. All yeah. of our stuff that's based so in that Japanese I have goodness. Seen some leaks upon the house of the characters alone, uh, and that one little girl as the leaf thinks she's oh, like, little uh, ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her. Uh, she. I thought that she would be like a dendro. No, she's an animal person. Yeah, uh, we still haven't gotten the dendro character. They showed it like she's no. been shown, but like not by um. Not by uh, officially. Officially, they haven't been shown officially. No, then people. Mohoyo you know, hasn't hasn't been like, hey, look, there. look at the dendro character. But we know that she exists, yeah. and we've seen little bits of gameplay, but nothing too much. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. It works out fine. I can't wait till she comes out, honestly, because I... Dendro's been one of those things that have just existed in the game, and we're just not allowed to... Just not allowed to use it. <laughs> no, There's an no, entire but enemy types that use it, and we can't use it. <laughs> it feels like it's going to be more of a support one anyway. Oh, it probably will. Dendro, when it attacks us, doesn't seem to do all that crazy stuff anyway, so I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. And, and any time those shaman guys use, it, use their abilities, it's just easier to block or to heal people. So it's like, yeah. But next up, we have the Crisis Trilogy being remastered. I found this kind of funny because not too long ago, they just did the Crisis 1 remaster. And I guess that sold so well that they was like, F it, we'll just do all of them. We'll just do all <laughs> one, two, and three. Like, we're not even going to do subsequent releases. Oh, we remastered two. Yay. We remastered three. Yay. They was like, no, nah, we'll do both. They're done. The whole trilogy's done. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never touched, I never played Crisis really because I just didn't have a console for it. What is it? Uh, PlayStation mm-hmm. in the past? Or, yeah, I didn't have a PlayStation during that time. Crisis? But from what it seems like to me is that, you know, Raiden from uh, Metal Gear Solid? Yep. It's that, but guns. That's what it feels like. You, th- from the looks of it, you would think you played more like Halo. Um, I know the multiplayer kind of did a little bit more. But you die surprisingly fast. I, in two and three, you have a little bit. You're a bit more chunkier because the main deal is, um, in that game, you can choose between, you can you can constantly switch between stealth mode, normal mode, which I guess, and I think in two you can switch to speed. Like in two and three, you can switch to speed mode, and armor mode. When you're in armor mode, you can take a lot more hits. In um, mm-hmm. speed, you you zoom, you just you're gone. <laughs> And then stealth mode, you you don't take much at all, but mm-hmm. you can go invisible. So I mean, it's for stealth. <laughs> you know, if you if you pick the stealth class and be not stealthy, then what the hell are you doing? Yeah, the game is super fun. It's just so strange because it's like you expect to be more invincible than you are in that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the typical... Just because of everything... Uh, yeah, just... Like five bullets exactly. It's like, just because of everything that's happening in the game, you're just thinking... Mm-hmm. Like, in, when you're in armor mode, you can take, like, 20. You can take, like, 20 shots, probably. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if you're not in armor mode, you take, like, 10... 6. <laughs> like, yeah. you die really quickly. <laughs> and it's surprising. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, the reason why I said uh, the, um, why is the series losing me again? Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. That that came up to my brains because it had a whole like body. It had, oh yeah, it had, the like, way it whole, looks uh, looks really good. body armor and the way it looked too. It's very so reminiscent of Metal Gear Solid games and things like that. So it's like okay, yeah. But Crisis is fun. It's a cool trilogy. Um, all of the games are award winning, and mm-hmm. the first one's a meme. <laughs> oh. Even better. Well, yeah, the first one is a meme. <laughs> this, this, the, this day and age, they're going to eat that up. Can it run Crisis? I was like, now it can. Maybe, because Crisis 1 Remaster still kind of hits like a truck, Loki. Oh, wow. But the deal is, is like... You gotta get those PS5s. Exactly. Like this, you know. But it looks good. They did a good job with it. I'm kind of happy. I'm like, yeah, okay. 
game looks uh game looks nice. Everyone knows the better games are Crisis Two and Three, and which just makes sense because Crisis. <laughs> the first one was a proof of concept. The other two are like, no, we're make, we're making a game. We're making a real game. We got we understood what uh, we did. We're doing cool of, things now. <laughs> one of those moments. Okay. Okay. Um, but next up is this interesting little movie here that we've had to look at. Yeah. Old. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie involving... Expect weird things. Possibly. Weird things popping off, as as we should know from M. Night. <laughs> I, I, am, I am calling it now. The reason why this shit's going down is Cthulhu or some sort of Lovecraftian things there. I could always do it. Deal with M. Night Shyamalan is he always has some big twists. And the way old is set up, the idea of being on a beach that is essentially the sands of time, the longer you are there, the more time literally passes for that person in particular. We're watching children turn into, like, teenagers and then adults. Watching bodies literally disintegrate into nothing. Like, because, of course they do, that is how time works. So... Whatever the twist is, it's pro- like you say Cthulhu, and they've used aliens before, I think. I feel like it's aliens, though. I feel like it might be aliens this time. A lot of people thought aliens with um, the last one, which was, what was it? It was parents or grandparents, whatever it was. It was like they were going to visit the grandparents. It was not aliens. <laughs> A lot of people thought it was going to be aliens. But M. Night, you know, he does his thing. He's got his wild twist. This one looks interesting, though. Um, it you looks honestly, it's a, good, that lady got <laughs> it's a good thriller. Um, it's actually probably more of a horror movie than anything else. More look at it, just the idea of time being the problem, but it's not exactly like the setting it itself is the problem. I think. Yeah, it'd be more psychological. It's definitely a more psychological horror. Even though does it count as psychological horror if it's physically happening to you? Like. It's physically happening to you, but the men- but mentally, mental yeah, it's like, mentally taxing. Like, I'm going else. to get older. It's like it's yeah. Because the setting itself is like, so we're just gonna make you into an old person now. Hope you enjoyed your life. And it's like, wait a minute, excuse me, I was just here for like ten seconds. How? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> this is happening faster than it needs to be. Stop! I have a lot to live for. It looks cool though. Definitely give a give a look at that trailer wild mm-hmm. um next up was overboard which i think we uh, can yes. both admit is a really cool idea come on give me your give me your impressions of overboard i, I know you well talk about that <laughs> first of all obama's in there Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, yes <laughs> but what else but besides, besides from that joke right there it's it's interesting you only have the uh, premise of Oh hey, we need to solve this case and find the villain. No, you are the villain. You're trying to not get caught on this one. So it's it should be it's uh it should be an, it's gonna be an interesting way of trying to figure out how to figure out your puzzles. Like I do find it really um, cool. It's a murder mystery in which you are the murderer and all you're trying to do is figure out a way to not get caught. <laughs> it was like, oh, who did it? Oh, I know exactly who did it. The question is, how am I gonna get away with it? <laughs> Who am I gonna blame? <laughs> who can I, who can I frame in this game to make sure that I don't get caught? <laughs> was it Obama? Was it the crewmate? I don't know. We'll Could have been. Out. I know it's not them, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Obama. <laughs> People are gonna just do that, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it'll be fun. It's a cool one. By all means, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It's like a cool adventure game with, like we said, the quite an interesting twist to say the least it's just weirdness happening as far as like oh gotta figure out who to frame it's not gonna be me i'm not going to jail we can't do that why would we do that pretty sure there'll be an option for that though but (laughs) my husband was murdered and i killed him oh (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) problem solved okay (laughs) now i know who did it (laughs) (laughs) but next up is no man's sky prism Ah, yes. Always doing Absolutely. what they do with the No Man's Sky, constantly improving. And the best way to say about mm-hmm. this update is, um, this, come in, come in. I will say this. There's not much in this update, to be completely fair, because what they really did in the Prism update is they made it look good. It looked better now. It, it 
literally it's in the name. They grabbed the prism, prism. took the old took the old programming and everything, and pushed it through it. Now it looks pretty. All all looks better. Tracking everything. Now it looks nice. Perfect. And uh, I think was it. There's like different real-time things going on now. There's you can ride on different uh, animals, cool. space aliens things. on there too. New biomes, yeah. Yeah, that too. Looks purdy. Looks like rain, actual rain in there too. It looks purdy. Space <laughs> looks like space again. More purdy than. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> that's really. Yeah. That's what happened with uh, No Man's Sky Prism. Looks cool though. If you haven't been Thank checking you. it out or going back to at least look at it again. By all means, it's they've been making it a lot literally the better. definition. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the definition of, huh, this is a dull rock. Let me polish it off real quick. <laughs> oh, it's a diamond. Oh, it's a shinier diamond. And you keep doing it, it gets even better. Prism. <laughs> exactly. Prism <laughs> is the example of, oh, wow, it's a diamond. And then Prism is like, oh, wait, we polished the diamond now. Diamond looks nice. Look at, look at diamond. <laughs> Turned out to be a diamond. But uh, next up... We're going on to Reminiscence, which... Yes. This movie looks freaking cool, man. I'm, I'm just it saying. does. It does. <laughs> and I'm not really a movie person. We got it's... our boy Hugh Jackman. He's back. Love to see yeah. him having work. He doesn't need to be Wolverine right now, but I would like him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> just pops up claws in the middle of it. Honestly, if in the MCU, he just comes back as Wolverine real quick. He's like, I'm Wolverine, but like the next one taking over is X-23. Like, I'll be here for like a movie. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. No problem. No qualms. Canon Wolverine is just him. <laughs> uh, what was it now? But yeah, the uh, movie, it has an interesting premise. Though we were confused at first what the premise oh, was. Oh yeah, at first in watching this, I was very much like, what is happening in this movie? I'm actually very confused. I, I genuinely thought that it was something of someone going stuck in their past or trying to figure out what happened in their past. But the best Apparently. way we can describe it is it's probably just, I mean, I say probably, but how we've seen it so far and kind of talked about it for a second is it's, it's Inception meets a noir detective story, which makes me kind of mm -hmm. go like, okay, or noir mystery story, which makes me go like, oh, right, that's actually kind of dope. I have no... The qualms about that that sounds awesome <laughs> like <laughs> no idea what i would say against that it's it's amazing um but the, the, the music as well so far what we heard is also pretty good uh right and i'm i'm personally a sucker for orchestral and epics and stuff oh, yeah. like that so it was, it, was cool. it got me it got me a little ah i'm getting excited <laughs> getting hype getting hype over yeah there. <laughs> Um, but the description for this actually says a private investigator of minds, uh huh, Inception, investigates the darkly alluring world of the past by helping clients access lost memories. Living on, uh, yeah, living on the friends of sunken Miami, yeah. So check it. We got post-apocalypticness. We got sunken Miami it's, it's going. It's always on. Miami. That, that is kind of wild. Like it, you see a lot of the visuals <laughs> during the movie, and it's like this. This looks kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a sunken Miami, like living like just essentially the coast, essentially. So all that's pretty much underwater. You, you know, for some reason I don't know why, but you know the ending of 2012. Oh yeah, it does like, that? Yeah, that, that. That's what I kind of thought. It's like oh, it's like the end of 2012. <laughs> this is gonna be a continuation of that nonsense. Cool. But it says um, his life is forever changed when he takes on a new client, uh, May. A simple, a simple matter of lost and found becomes a dangerous obsession. And as what is this Bannister? Bannister? I guess that would be Bannister. Is the name? Bannister find uh, fights to find the truth. Of May's disappearance, he uncovers violent conspiracy, and ultimately must answer the question: How far will you go to hold on to the ones you love? Yeah, this movie sounds awesome. I'm gonna check it out. Like, by yeah. all means, they had me kind of hooked with the idea of like, oh yeah, you're going into some people's minds and looking at past and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, all right, looks dope. <laughs> Can't wait. But I'm gonna see some mind, mind, mess, fuckery, mind fuckery. <laughs> Highly anticipated movie over here. We're probably gonna check it out. Yes. <laughs> but next up, yo, we got Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble's back. We got Bubble Bobble 3D. Ah, uh, yes, Bubble Bobble. I, I did not think we would need this. 
I didn't think we were gonna get. I that don't either. need it still. But it's a VR dang. version of Bubble Bobble, where you shoot, <laughs> physically shoot at the things where it's supposed to be, and I'm just like, yeah, love Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble is amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad it's back. And it looks weird. <laughs> it does. It, I, I was caught off guard. I'm like, I don't think I can. <laughs> like, what's happening? I'll be so disor- disoriented with this. <laughs> I know it's definitely a VR game, though, so it'd probably make it a lot easier to, to understand it when it's right in front of your face. But I can understand just looking at a screen being like, this looks disorientating. <laughs> how am I supposed to I control supposed, this? Like, isn't this supposed to be a top down view where things <laughs> supposed to come down and keep coming at you? But no. Yeah. Like, you're always shooting up at them and you're using angles to get proper bounces of it. Fits into the right place mm-hmm. and drops things. Bubble ball was awesome. And now this time you're gonna get get to like curveball. Gotta hit them good curveball shots. <laughs> hit in the back. <laughs> but this was cool. We're glad to have Bubble Ball will be back. Looks awesome. Next up on this list, Wanderer. Wanderer. Well, this is another VR game that we actually found as well. Wanderer. Let me let me Why did I that. just forget Wanderer? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'll let you describe it then. By all means talk about Wander. <laughs> no, I, I literally forgot like what I was about to say about it. I literally <laughs> forgot what was <in> Wanderer. <laughs> Alright, let me hear the description. So you gotta take care of this for the time being. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um They say check out this actually no. Let me look at the proper thing. They don't want to tell me the proper thing. Bump you. Okay, so what we got is that this is essentially an action-adventure game. Wanderer set in alternate timeline. That doesn't help us at all. Oh, oh, mm. okay. I got it now. But it I is remember. the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember this. The moment I clicked on the trailer, I was like... Oh, it didn't even start playing. I think I'm like 22 seconds in, but I didn't actually watch anything else. <laughs> but I've seen the whole trailer already. But, like, I've just kind of looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, I know what this one is. It's the the one where you're constantly bouncing back and forth it, between it, like the present, the past, and like this weird future. They literally take but take out a word. This should be it's a time wanderer. Or they wander through time. Just add another it's, word. It's, time wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> the idea but that it's bouncing you, back and forth between like a post-apocalypse and like a non, like more put together, everything's okay world. It looks super cool. It's a cool little VR well, game, guys. Go check mm-hmm. it out if you have some. It goes even further. You can watch like You see, like, they like, Mayans, I think. Yeah, so, like, the mask, but, like, the Mayan mask. So we mm-hmm. got some Mayan stuff in here. Which, you know, watch on paper play action. We're, like, we're all about using different cultures all the time to do cool things. More people use, need to just use Mayan stuff. We got the Aztec game coming out. <laughs> it looked awesome. Can't wait to play that. It's, like, right up my alley. It's a character action game that's basically this. And then we have this game where we're using... Mayan technology in order to do well. I say Mayan technology, Mayan oh, mysticism, Mayan technology. <laughs> <laughs> to bounce back and forth between the time timelines in the future. So I'm like, all right, let's go. One of my favorite underrated games that everyone technically knows about but doesn't know about. No one knows about it, but promise you, those that know about it know about it. Marlo Briggs. <laughs> ah, <laughs> game's freaking great. It's just character action on a budget it just goes in <laughs> game's ridiculous it doesn't stop and even when it starts to slow down it picks back up again it's ridiculous that game's awesome <laughs> hello bricks it's freaking great and you said even on a budget too yeah it's 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 character action on a budget they just have no breaks the i don't remember if i showed you the intro for that game the, I don't think you did. But I'll have to show you at some point. And if I do, you'll understand that it just goes. Doesn't mm. stop going. <laughs> well, I cannot wait. Maybe after after all this, I possibly see it. But, um, if you still have it. I think, um, finally, what we'll talk about on here is the... The, um, on June 10th, which, I mean, just recently passed. So... Unfortunately, we weren't able to tell you guys and warn you guys about this, but uh, Solar Eclipse came out. I had to hit us real quick. Ah, uh, yes. It's a nice uh, little thing. They were. This is this is in the past. If anyone's hearing this, yes, there were bloodborne creatures coming out that moon very quickly. <laughs> Maybe some Dark Souls too. For someone that didn't know, yeah. Stuff. I was uh, mm-hmm. I was out there in the night. I had to drink the blood of a weird beast. 
I think I ate a slug. I don't know how I feel about that slug. That slug definitely slug. did some weird things to me. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I, I think actually I got possessed by a werewolf by equipment. Yo, that's crazy. I'm, I'm going off the wall. I do want to mention this because at this point, um, Elden Ring has been announced. It definitely got announced on the night that this happened. Which just yes. bugs me. Did they, expl- <laughs> did they plan this? <laughs> I can't possibly think so. <laughs> no, definitely got or they just saw that the, t- the opportunity came by. It was like, it was no like we have to. <laughs> we have to we release have to. it now. Or, or better yet, they had this trailer just locking key, just waiting. And they just knew this would be the time to do so. So they dropped it. Then. It's super cool though. <laughs> it's really unfortunate because, um, well, Voice Holder Eclipse's work. Because Lunar Eclipses, everyone can see. It's a lot more open to see. Solar mm-hmm. Eclipses suck because... I mean, they're awesome, but they suck. Because when it happens, only a specific part can see it. Depending on when yeah. the, um, when it comes through. and Or where it where the shadow is uh, taking place. And I'm like, dang, bro. Where the moon decides to be. That sucks. But Solar Eclipses are awesome, though. Freaking it sick. Is, it is, it is. I wonder how many just happen in the middle of the ocean. No one gets to see it. <laughs> I'm really curious. <laughs> this could be that one guy just out in the boat, and like, hey, look, a solar eclipse. Oh wow! <laughs> Everyone else, look. Oh, oh, wait, no. no one else is there. <laughs> I'm in the ocean. Big unforge. <laughs> but hey, look, there's that shit with that murder mystery too in Obama. That's true. A <laughs> guy on the boat is just like, oh wait, I saw that. I saw that pretty lady kill that person. <laughs> I should go over there. Then he's like, ah, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't get involved. I'm yeah, I don't like being over here though. <laughs> but that'll do it for us. That'll do it for me and Leon as far as this episode of Tact Mesos. So glad we were able to at least share some of these with you guys. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get into everything from before and. That uh, that is unfortunate for us. <laughs> a lot of this would have been talked about for <laughs> the podcast for sure. But what yeah. I will say is, because I did mention this last time, stay tuned for the um, interview that we had with that I'll put on the end of this episode for that we had with Fabio. Um, had an interview with Fabio. We talked about uh, Shut Up and Drive and Dunker, which Shut Up and Drive is still coming along. He properly hey, maybe did some cool good. things with it recently. Um, I'll definitely be tagging him in this so that he can get to finally know that the interview came out. Because unfortunately, I couldn't throw it on a four-hour podcast. That's just rude. I don't think anybody would be able to hear it. <laughs> so putting it here just makes it more uh, sustainable for anybody to actually listen to it. Because <laughs> I could not throw another 30 minutes onto a four-hour podcast. That's just rude to people. <laughs> Hey, hey, it would have been like an interesting, like, little succulent thing at the end. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah, I got this thing, too. But, yes, stay tuned <laughs> after the show to check that one out. It's it's a good interview, I think, and you guys will actually enjoy hearing a little bit from him. We'll hopefully try to get more people in the future to kind of jump in and do these little interviews. Um, we'll see if we can also get some more people to jump in for the conversations and things like that. But that's a conversation for another time. Please enjoy. We'll switch us over to technically past me now uh, as we talk about Shut Up and Drive and Dunkard. Alright. Have fun past you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we'll present us right now, or future us, we'll catch you, well, I guess the best way to describe it is, present us will now say goodbye so that you can say hi to past us, and later on you will see future us on another episode. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Have fun with this nonsense. Uh, we're actually doing an interview about Shut Up and Drive this time. So, say hi, everyone, to everyone. Fabio? Hey, everybody. There we go. Uh, Fabio here. I do chicken scratches for a living, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm making a game too, I guess. <laughs> um, we were really blown away by your game, honestly, uh, Shut Up and Drive. But um, first off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself 
actually, Fabio, we might as well learn about you, the creator and mind behind this. So why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, so like, like I said, I I am a freelance artist. That that's that's my my job, mostly for tabletop games and a few a few video games here and there, uh, mostly indie stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I've. Uh, the last couple of years, I started dabbling into game dev, and one of my one of my projects ish is Shut Up and Drive, which it's an endless runner inspired by arcade racers like uh, classics like Outrun, that that type of stuff, and uh, you can do air flips and whatever. <laughs> it honestly looks. And it's awesome. also a fighting game now for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. Um, wanted to you actually mentioned the tabletop stuff that you've done. Uh, mind mentioning some of that? since some of our... Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, most of what I've done was for uh, level 99 games. Uh, you can see my work in games like uh, Millennium Blades, uh, Pixel Tactics. Okay. So, uh, some of Battlecon. And and a few few other games. Uh, like, there's this one... Battle... Oh, th this one's fun. Uh, Battle for Baternia. It's, it's like a MOBA, but in tabletop form. Oh, that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really cool, actually. Um, I actually didn't know that yeah. about. So, the more you know, uh, tell us about yeah. uh, you. What are some of your favorite video games? Or even then, you could tell us some of your favorite projects you like to work on. Actually, so far that you've worked on. Now, uh, some of my favorite favorite games. I I'm a I'm usually a fan of uh, uh, action RPGs. Like, uh, yes, I do. Con I'm one of those. Uh, I'm one of those heretics that considers Zelda an RPG. <laughs> Uh, I also I also like uh, some some classics like Terra Enigma on the, the Super Nintendo. Hey, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, fa fa uh, the Fantasy Star Online series. Oh, I love those. I honestly uh, do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want I want to check out a new Genesis once I not once it's out but once I can. <laughs> I, I understand. Once, that. once I can, <laughs> give it a look. I'm looking forward to giving uh, that one a shot as well. Uh, yeah, Genesis yeah. looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, your fingers can move now. <laughs> Holy damn! That's crazy. <laughs> did you did you see that? Did you see that trailer they made about the character creation? Oh yeah, I did. I was just like, oh yeah. Yes. They they were really really happy about how their fingers can move now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really proud of this, aren't you? He's like, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it. We wrecked their hands though. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, also, also some some other some other classic games like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a classic. A lot of people love that. Yeah, one. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a bit of I'm a bit of a fan of more uh, games with a more classic aesthetic. Unfortunately, I haven't played much much of uh, much recent much recent stuff work and whatnot. Though I've I only gotten into boomer shooters. Oh, okay. As of, as, as of late, because of, because of the new revival. I feel that. Yeah, like, I've done the same thing yeah, as I, well. Yeah, I, I never cared much about uh, about shooters. Uh, but then I looked at Doom 2016, and I'm like, this looks kind of... Holy crap, yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> Let me go check the rest of the series. I was like, I need to go see what the rest of these are about. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's... I, uh, like I said, I haven't played much uh, lately. Besi besides that, then I went to went to look at other other series like Wake and mm -hmm. etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I had to go back uh, and look at Wake yeah, as well. Most most of what I've been doing has been working on my projects. Oh uh, yeah, understandable. What are some of your favorite projects you've yeah. been working on? Uh, yeah, uh, Millennium Blades. That's that's like one of the one of the go tos. It's like. Uh, imagine a board game in which you play as someone who collects a collectible card game. Okay. <laughs> so it's like Yu-Gi-Oh! the anime, the board game. Okay, that's kind of fun. That is kind of... Yeah. I like the, I like the concept <laughs> yeah, that, of that's that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the, the, the best way to, to explain it. And the, the, the whole theme of it is as, as silly... It's as silly as you might expect. Uh, a lot of the characters are like parodies of uh, parodies of pop culture and Yu-Gi-Oh, of course. <laughs> um, there's also there's also Pixel Tactics, which um, 
it, it started as a little card game. Okay. Uh, in uh, the characters are a little. It's a, a physical card game in which the characters are like uh, pixelated characters, and uh, people 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 like that. And now there's a digital version uh, coming out called Pixel Tactics Online. I I did pretty much all the graphics for that one. Okay, <laughs> that's actually yeah really cool. uh, it, yeah it's uh it it looks nice. I at least I hope so. <laughs> I hope people think that. I'm sure it does, actually. Um, yeah. That's one of the things that I really liked about Shut Up and Drive itself, is that it looked really looked really cool. Uh, you did a great job kind of capturing that yeah. uh, classic arcade racing PS1 style, but still, like, modern-looking feel. And I, I thought yeah, it was dope. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a... Kind of a, the point was to give it that classic arcade look, but a little bit, a little bit sharper for. Um... Okay, uh, to be to be honest, this was me mostly throwing crap at the wall to see what stuck. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like from from the get go, like ah, let's try out some three D in Game Maker. <laughs> okay, I got a cube on an empty void. What do I do next? Uh, cars. Okay, let's go. We do cars now. Yes. Before we know it, we got a car doing somersaults. <laughs> No. Like, okay, this is the game now. <laughs> that does uh, bring me to my next question, which I guess technically you kind of answered. But um, my next question was going to be, what inspired Shut Up and Drive? Like, what made you kind of really go like, yeah, you know what? Uh, this this seems like a good idea to start messing around with this thing and this thing. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's what I what I said. I I stumbled upon a, a series of tutorials uh, about a 3D and game maker, how to set up a, a 3D space and then have some 3D models job, and from there I just started to experiment. Then, uh, at first, uh, this is actually this is actually uh, a funny uh, funny thing people will get to uh, experience. Mm -hmm. This didn't I didn't immediately go into a racing uh, thing. First, I had a, a little platforming setup with a with a little little dude uh, moving around and jumping and that is still in the game and people will be able to to check that out once the game is out there's a bit of a code to access it in the main menu okay uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let people I'll let people know once the, the game is out uh, and from from there I I added uh, some functions for more vehicle style controls and from there the the project proper uh, came along. Okay. Um, you started mentioning the multiplayer component earlier, where it has like the fighting game elements. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more of what the thought process went into that one? I literally added that last week. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the cars fight now. Whatever. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that and was like, yeah, yes. Yeah, last week I was like, ah, how can I, how can I pad the content of this a little bit? <laughs> ah, I was in the shower and the. Yeah, screw it. The cars fight. The now. cars Whatever. fight. Yes. <laughs> it's a yeah, they do quarter circles. Because I saw I that. I definitely saw that. And immediately was like, this game just keeps getting better. <laughs> There's no reason for this. Yeah, you mean dumber? Yeah. I mean, dumb counts as great too. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of character action games. So like stuff like Bayonetta. The more they go crazy, Octane. The more I'm like, yes, let's go. We're gonna go to space. Let's. Why not? <laughs> well, that, that's a bit more like that's a bit more of my like my other project. I don't know if you if you looked at that. Oh yeah, I I did take a look. I actually was looking forward to seeing more about it. You mind telling us about that one? Yeah. Uh, so that's don't care, and yes, mm -hmm. that is how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, it's a. Um, it's an action platformer featuring an angry honey badger fighting an army of not just lizards, but mostly for now. And uh, it also has a versus mode, but that one was a bit more planned out than the, the car thing. Like I said, the car <laughs> thing was just, ah, screw it. Though, the versus mode for Don't Care was also a bit, uh, a bit like, oh, I guess I could do this too. Okay. Uh, because in that game, now I'm going a bit a bit more into the technicals. Both the main character, no both the, the player, and the enemies both use the same uh, object type. Okay. So making them playable technically is like a, a switch flip. Not doesn't mean they are designed to be playable, but functionally they could. They're like they the could. same kind of thing. They yeah. could be. So I'm doing that to the bosses. 
Okay. I'm making them uh, to be uh, uh, to designing them to be more playable than the normal enemies, and so I I'm taking that into a little versus mode. So you get the you get a an action platformer and a little fighting game on the side. But once you're once you beat the campaign, that sounds really cool. Uh, I did, yeah. like I said, I did catch a glimpse of this, and I was like, well, I'm gonna have to pick that one up. And uh, from yeah. what I understand, oh, that one's coming up soon. There's a demo for that. Oh yeah. That one's that coming out sooner, if I'm not mistaken, than um, Shut Up and Drive. Like it's it's more along its path. Nah, uh, uh, don't care. The thing the thing is, Shut Up and Drive is coming out uh, in August. Okay. And it's a shorter term. Uh, it's a it's a quicker quicker thing. Don't care is this longer term project that, to be honest. It's coming out when it's done. That's fair. I, I can't <laughs> even complain about that. Like, there's no complaints. It comes out when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and in the meantime, I'm releasing Shut Up and Drive, which is this this uh, small uh, smaller scope, but potentially expandable. Like I'll release it, and then I'll I'll see about what can I what can I add to it. Like cars, that's the no brainer. Mm-hmm. More more cars. I have I have a hell of a list already <laughs> lined up just to add. They they don't play any different. They're just reskins. But hey, people like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's no no yeah. no problem. But um, yeah. tell us a bit more about Dunker. Um, I would love to just get more of an understanding of what kind of game it is and let the people know of what kind of game it is. Because, like, what inspired? Yeah, uh, like, I, uh, that one. It, it also started a bit as a as an experimentation kind of thing. Okay. Uh, like like I said, I got into Doom in in recent in recent years. And I went back to play the classics, and I, uh, by looking into some 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 videos on the technicals, I then I, I I realized, wait, what if I took the logic for terrain? That is how it processes terrain height, like what's a wall, what's a step, mm-hmm. and I apply that to a side scroller. Okay. And everything else went, uh, came in from from that little experiment. <laughs> like I had the, I pretty much implemented slopes before the guy could jump. Oh, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, that, that's a little <laughs> counterintuitive to how you would make a platformer, but hey, that, 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 that's how it went. That is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, from there I just catch the character proper and then just started spitballing ideas. Uh, story, uh, enemy invasion, whatever. Again, <laughs> this, this game from Doom, so whatever. Yeah, enemy invasion. Some enemy invasion and you're fighting them off. I feel that it's simple, simple as hell. But it'll get the it'll get the ball rolling, and from there you can add some nuances here and there. Uh, and yeah, the the, the story is very uh, it's very very simplistic, and the focus will be more on the more on the the gameplay, the combat, which is uh, it's somewhat in depth for the this type of game. You actually have a proper command list. Okay. Uh, uh, that, that's why when you when you mention games like Bayonetta, uh, it's not as uh, f- you don't flip around as much. That's fair. <laughs> that yeah, it's a, I guess I guess you could compare it a bit more to a side scrolling version of a Souls like, but with more of a more of a complex moveset. Again, this is another one where I just threw a lot of stuff at the wall to see what stuck. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of that. Now, um, I guess my only question for movesets would be, um, is it is this more of an unlocking moveset thing, or is it like you have a set moveset at the beginning and you just, it's more about learning how to use that moveset better uh, so far? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have everything from the, from the get-go. Okay. That was partial, that's partially because of the dual mode. I want to keep things a bit consistent, so I settled on just giving the player the moveset from the get-go, and, and uh, from there, just just learn how to use it, see what you can use in which situation. Though there are a few things, you, a few new things you get, like mounted combat, in which the moveset changes. Okay. And since since that's a, camp, a campaign only thing, I can play a bit more with that. Uh, for now, there's a there's an ostrich mount. <laughs> uh, you you actually have that in the demo, and and I have a few more planned, like a, a donkey. <laughs> so you got don't care on a donkey. All right, I feel it. I feel it. Um, yeah. So. I guess we'll move away from uh, Dunkert for a moment only to ask, um, what advice would you give to anyone that maybe is struggling to be a game designer or uh, just doesn't know how, considering that you um, just gave it a shot and started, 
um, I would like to just hear what your advice to people would be on that. Uh, hmm, what I get, I guess, uh, I guess a good a good way to, to go is a good way a good way to start from is to just take an idea, see if it works. Assuming you already have some programming notions, and assuming you already know how to how to get a, a square to move around the screen. Uh, assuming you already have all of that, just take an idea and just put something else, add something else, see how it plays out. Just experiment. That that's you. You have to. You pretty much have two options: either try to copy an already existent formula, or just or take some take some ideas and just experiment with them. See see what you get. And you might end up with a with a car flipping around or some angry honey badger riding an ostrich <laughs> being an, an army of lizards just see, or something else just see entirely. where it takes you <laughs> yeah just sometimes you sometimes you just gotta catch that wind and see where it leads you and sometimes it might actually lead you somewhere somewhere nice all right um it was great to have you on fabio i guess the final question uh, i have would be um where and when can we look forward to both games appearing which I believe you said um, Shut Up and Drive will be dropping sometime in August, and Dunkirk is done yes. when it's done. But uh... yeah, uh, don't, yeah, uh, like I, like like it's been said, uh, Shut Up and Drive is releasing in August, in part because of an online event that that's that that'll be around that time. Called uh, it's Sage at Sonic Amateur Games Expo. Okay, uh, it's going to release alongside that event. Uh, a lot, lot of cool stuff usually on that on, on that one, uh, both as as the name implies, it's about Sonic, but there's also a lot of indie stuff as well. Okay. And don't care, just it's it's a longer term project. That's yeah, I'm, I'm just releasing that once uh once it's done. But hey, I'll keep I'll keep people posted. But you did say there was a demo. Where can we find the demo? Yes, uh, it's on HIO. Um, you have um, you can go to my Twitter to the, my Twitter, and then you. Or don't care's on Twitter. I was gonna say you go to my Twitter. You have the Twitter for don't care, and from there you have a bunch of links. <laughs> uh, but you actually have my own. Yeah, you got my own HIO link on my Twitter, and from there you got the uh, you got don't care's demo in there for anybody who wants to check it out. All right, it was a pleasure having you, Fabio. I really appreciate yeah, you coming out, talking, talking about both of your games. Um, we'll catch you guys next time on Paper Play Action. Uh, thanks for listening.